North Koreans that dance really well too. It's just, just different really? dance. <laughs> they're kind of outdated though, because I saw it in like. They're trying to be modern, but they still got like five accordions, yeah, and they look like 1963. <laughs> <laughs> they have that? No. What? Oh. And welcome back, everybody, to another awesome episode of The Careful Boys, where today we're going part two in on getting to know Mr. Joe Wong here with us. Yeah! It's just a lot of pressure on me, you know, because I only thought I will ha I have one part in my life, and that, that's it, you know. We we'll have a part two. Yeah, part yeah. two. Yeah. And, I mean, and we really want you to make us laugh in this one. Oh, yeah. oh man. I think what's yeah. what's really interesting to me yeah. is I didn't know that stand-up comedy was so new in China. Yeah. And that you guys are a part of a whole movement to like create a whole art form, and pioneering that space. Um, I always take stand-up comedy to being a bit revolutionary and, and maybe even anti-establishment. Mm -hmm. Is it the same in China where like they're having such revolutionary thought or like is it is it that style or is it like old style comedy where it's like punch after punch? Mostly it's old style, you know, it's like... Got it. Yo mama joke. Like set up punch, set up punch. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, you know, Jim Gaffigan, <laughs> you know, that kind of... I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, wasn't it mm -hmm. Uncle Roger who just got banned yeah, from China yeah, social yeah, media yeah, yeah, for yeah, like yeah, saying yeah. stuff? So like you gotta be careful yeah, about right? certain topics. Yeah. Are you careful when you do stand up there? I, I'm careful everywhere, you know. That, I mean, his that, style of comedy is... That's the yeah. thing, you know, like, even even in America, it's, you can easily offend people, you know, just, yeah, yeah. But, it's, but here's the thing, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. He's I all being feel, super careful right uh, now. Yeah, yeah. In America, oh, basically, there's liberalism, but liberalism is basically within 50-mile radius of a metro metropolitan area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you drive outside of it, you know, it's a very conservative crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. if you say something like, why privilege? You can just feel yeah. all the assholes in the rooms tighten up and suck the air out of yeah. the room, you know, just like, like a reverse fart, you know? <laughs> Do you... <laughs> Do you change your jokes depending on which which crowd you're with? Oh, uh, I do and I don't. You know, like with the Chinese crowd, you know, I switch a little bit. You know, but then, uh, but I I kind of yeah, I had some bad experience doing uh, talking about uh, racism in America in. In conservative areas. Oh. Really? If you talk about racism in America, in China, people don't quite get it, you know, because oh, yeah, they, yeah. they don't experience it, you know. Yeah. Racism is a, certain types of racism is a very American thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, That's true. Because yeah. what's Chinese yeah. people going to do? We make fun of other Chinese? Oh, yeah, yeah. Back to, what? yeah. It's like regionalism. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. They're like, haha, you Chinese <laughs> go, so are you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also people are very tolerant about uh, racist stuff in China because they have no idea what that is, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes in the English comedy clubs, they will do something that's kind of, kind of racist, but then the crowd are more, crowds are more tolerant about it, you know? It's cause just yeah. because they don't quite get it, mm -hmm. you know? So for them, it's just English. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, but, but here, oh, yeah. Is over there like, would 
the, I guess, racist or cultural jokes be more province-based? Because I remember growing oh, yes, up, yeah, my yeah. mom would be like, tell me like, like, this province is known to be like really stingy. This one uh, yeah. stinks. This one has where all the hot girls uh, are like, yeah. do you do jokes like that about the different provinces and people kind of like all on the same page, you all get it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> some people, uh, both, see, some people get it, but other people get offended. You know? They get the reverse Martin mm -hmm. thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, for example, if you joke about a certain <laughs> province and then. Some people from that province, they get offended, you know, it, it happens before, so... Isn't that just normal yeah. comedy, though? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. normal comedy. Yeah. My mom would tell me, like, you can't trust anybody from, like, Chu Chow, or, like, that. <laughs> I thought that's uh, true. Something so... But they speak almost like a Taiwanese dialect. Yeah, they're mainly Cantonese, right? I think that's where my grandparents are from. Can't trust. But my mom, my mom said, you can't trust anybody that's Chu Chow. <laughs> oh. And then she would say, Jiangsu Tu Meinui. Oh, oh, yeah. But I just think... That's where that's a province it's called Jiangsu, and like yeah. that place produces all the hot chicks. I'm like, I think you're just saying that because that's where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hot chicks are from Xinjiang, but anyway. <laughs> See, I don't know. What about the hottest chili was, peppers? Sichuan? Any province has, has uh, hot chicks, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you travel there, you know, just you know, yeah, but but then also. People love saying this stuff, but if you just look at all the uh, pretty actresses and see where they're from, you know, it's all over it's the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does uh, satire yeah. exist in Chinese uh, culture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it's, it's been there, but, you know, we talk about stand-up comedy being a big thing now, but then before stand-up comedy, it was Xiang uh, and Crosstalk. That's been popular for that? you know all, over a hundred years. Crosstalk. Yeah, it's kind of like vaudeville. Oh. You know, like Abba a variety show. Yeah, Abba Costello. You know, two people. Oh, oh like the dynamic duel, yeah, exactly. like conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dialogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah Japan had does stuff yeah, like that too. They, yes, yeah. exactly. That was the dominant form for you know decades. It's like it's like comedy dialogue between two people. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then they one person does does a setup, and the other one delivers the punchline. Right. Yeah, it's like the Takeshi Castle dude. Yeah, mm. and the great thing about that is uh, you got a built-in audience there. You know, you say some stuff. You know, if the audience doesn't say anything, your partner will go, "Wow, <laughs> that's funny." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cues the laughter. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. And that's that's why I used to do uh, improv as well. I did that for half a year. Improv over there or over here? Uh, uh, in, in America. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's because with improv, you have the same thing, you know. Yeah. Even if you say something that's kind of cliche, but there's another person there, you know, to try to help you out. So what did you do in improv? Like Groundlings or like UCB? Oh, no, no I did this back in Boston. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So where's your favorite place to do comedy? Oh, oh there, there's so many, though. The, uh, the Comedy Cellar in New York. Um, Comedy works in Denver. There's so many great clubs. Um, what makes a club great? Oh, uh, low ceilings. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, no uh, weird lighting. You know, so basically spotlight is good. Oh, it sounds good. That's that's about it. It's very... It just feels like focused on the jokes and exactly. the comedy. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you notice a difference in crowd? like reaction and participation depending on where you go? Oh, um, yes. Um, 
if you go to a suburban area, basically ethnic jokes don't go very well. <laughs> they don't uh, get it. Uh, yeah, not because they're racist or anything. They just don't understand totally. if they're supposed to laugh or not. Yeah, like they're scared to laugh. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, if I laugh at this, I'm ever racist or something." They don't get. Yeah, but if you go to a more metropolitan area, you know, racial jokes just goes really well. It's more common. Yeah, yeah. We love the racial jokes. Yeah, it's like you know, in LA, though, every show you you have. Oh yeah, you know, every ethnicity is there. It's just energy is amazing. You know, that's the thing about LA and New York. You know, just just the energy is really great. Yeah. Do you think you're a bigger star here or a bigger star in China?、Uh, I don't think I'm. I'm big anywhere. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, you know, this,、uh, this is the thing about comedy. You know, when when you're hot, people think you're funny no matter what you say.、Aww. You know, you can just burp. People are like, ah,、oh, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. You know, just, <laughs> just seriously. You know. <laughs> but yeah, but if you're like、uh, nobody knows you, you know, you can cross a night, but. After the show, people still go to the star that they know. Oh, yeah. So, so do you think familiarity has so much to do with how they see you already? Oh, and it becomes, oh. oh, it's huge. You know,、mm. remember、uh, this German propagandist said, you know, if you repeat a lie a thousand times, it's the truth or something. <laughs> But with the entertainment, it's the same. You know, just like. If you're a familiar face, you know, even if you're, you're a shitty act, they're still like, "Wow, you're great!" <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, that's that's just how the mind works. You know what helps too is if if somebody brings someone to the show and they go, "Yo, this Joe guy is hilarious,"、oh, yeah. that they're gonna laugh because、oh, they don't want to、yeah. look like they were lying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all mad. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's why podcasts with comedians did so well because、mm-hmm. they could build their like. Following, and then they have inside jokes, yeah, and then now when the, when they're not even auditioning at the show anymore, people are coming to see them because、yeah. oh, they just、yeah. like you. That's a, that's a great point, and also、uh, when you're at a comedy club, especially in some、uh, not so great shows, you have like twenty comedians in the lineup. And three audience members there. Oh, it's like you hear something funny, but you're like, oh, nobody else is laughing.、Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to be the loudest guy. Yeah, if if I laugh at the wrong joke, and these two are gonna know who who laughed, you know. <laughs> if, but if it's a packed room, it's okay. You know,、yeah. there's so many people. Yeah, even if you laugh at the wrong shit, but people, nobody knows who did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a podcast? Oh yeah, I I just started one.、Oh. Uh, yeah, it's called a、uh, uh, stand up without borders. And I, I interview stand up comedians from different countries. That's good. But also I interview、mm, people who are not comedians, but they have a very interesting point of view.、Mm-hmm. You know,、uh, recently I just interviewed this、uh, fashion designer called Kiki, <laughs> and the weird thing about her is、um, she's a fashion designer. She doesn't know how to make clothes. What? She doesn't know how to draw pictures of、uh, good uh, good clothing that she. She makes sounds about what she wants to get made. <laughs> like make a dress like this. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> someone has to be like, okay, I got、gotcha. you. <laughs> But you're very close. No way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he, she writes books, but she just tells me. 
people shouldn't be reading books. <laughs> you should do your own thinking. <laughs> that's, she's just like, uh, wow. That's such a fine, that kind of char- character is very interesting. That's why you interview them. Walking contradiction. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I'm still like, how the <clears throat> fuck does she design fashion? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, but, but, but she's a businesswoman, so she had, runs a company. She's a co- she knows uh, who can do this job. Mm. She tells them, oh, I want a you know, dragon in this part of the robe or something. Wow. And they just do it for her. And she did the clothing for, you know, like, uh, like Miss Marvel or something. She, uh, and uh, she was designing clothes for a uh, con film festival and stuff. Wow. Yeah, you know. Just people have wow. very interesting career paths. You, it's, yeah, yeah it's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted to do this uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, the comedy changed too. You know, we we spoke about influencers. You know, I don't know if you know this comedian called uh, uh, Zhao Ying. Yeah, Zhao Ying. Uh, Summer. Summers. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh! I was telling you about her. She has thick accent too. Oh yeah, yeah thick accent and. Plus, you know, when I first met her, we met in China. She wanted to become an actress in Hollywood. But, but then, you know, for one reason or another, people thought her accent was too thick. No. Too, too, too thick. <laughs> too thick even for fresh off the boat. You know, even for, that's her real accent? Uh, yeah, that's her real accent. Uh, so she decides to become a stand-up comedian. You know, for me, for a guy like me, I just basically grinded out in comedy clubs. Yeah. But for her, she couldn't even do that because of the pandemic. Mm. So she just did it. She actually just purchased the comedy club on Hollywood, uh, on Melrose. <laughs> she purchased yeah. it? Yeah, what? just she, she bought the comedy club, just does it. And then... Uh, yeah, I mean, she's doing the, it for passion and not like, for pay. Oh, I know. That's for sure. Was yeah. she a biotech person too? Yeah. <laughs> How does she have all that money? Yeah. Wait, yeah, exactly. Why do you think biotech person can afford to buy a club? You know? yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like dresses. Yeah. So, and then the pandemic hits. So, the way she does it, she just tape herself doing stand-up comedy with no audience. Puts it online and see how people respond to it. And she, wow. eventually, after a couple of years, she actually built a following online. Wow. And ha- has a set of uh, jokes she can do her special with. She can tour with. Wow. What? <laughs> Still made it happen, yeah. That's yeah, incredible. I know. I know. Just, That's just a good ama- story. A- amazing story. Yeah. I, I was like, whoa. Because, <laughs> you know, like traditional comedians will hate these type of you know, influencers. Because they, they want everyone to grind the way they uh, do. Yeah, 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 of course, you know. But then... I was like, yeah, but it's a different grind, though. Yeah, it's a different grind. Yeah, you think about putting out, you know, uh, short videos day after day. You know, it's just yeah. And she has kids. You know, just uh, in her videos where she's like doing stand up with no audience. Is she like editing in audience laughter? Oh, I I don't know the details. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, that's brilliant. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Do you think there'll ever be a time where like there's after-school comedy clubs for kids, but like in China? You know, it's usually like piano or like, oh, oh, yeah, like yeah. very traditional, like <laughs> Asian <laughs> extracurricular stuff. Yeah. Do you think, you think it'll ever get it like... I, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna reach that point, but it, it's possible in major cities though. Yeah. Like there used to be, like the, I spoke about Crosstalk, right? In yeah. The Kaohsiung. They actually groom their 
apprentices since they were like five or six years old. What? You live in your master's house. That's Holy old school. Yes. Whoa. Super old school. But yeah. there, there are still stars, uh, crosstalk uh, stars who started like that. Whoa. Why do they need them that young? Oh, they... Just to help have that conversation already? Or? Oh, yeah. They, 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 they can perform on stage uh, that young. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically the master tells, tells them, you say this and the audience is going to laugh when you say this word. It's very specific, you know, and th that's how they learn the the, the trade. Whoa, yeah. that's really that's old loud. school, because old um, theater, that's how they formed a lot of groups in Asia. Mm-hmm. Like they started, they they. It's like you know how the K-pop like performance groups from from kids. It's yeah. like that, like a lot of performance theater. Yeah, groups. they're like training system. Yeah, yeah. That's like an old school art. Yeah, but I have to say these K-pop stars, you know, they were so disciplined. You know, I was really impressed when I was in China. Sometimes I would do certain uh, like variety show or whatever. They they always sit in a really good posture. You know, it's just like uh, they stay up late. No one complains. Nobody takes a nap or anything. I was like, wow, how can they do this? You know, just. Wow. It's amazing, you know, their, their work ethic is just, just astounding, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like North Korea focused on the military and yeah. South Korea focused on K-pop. <laughs> exactly. Same approach for discipline, oh. but one went makeup and dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but then, you know, the North Koreans that dance really well too. It's just, just different really? dance. You know? yeah. They're kind of outdated though, because I saw it in like... They're trying to be modern, but they still got like five accordions, you and they look like 1963. <laughs> <laughs> they have that? No. What? Oh. North Korean dance dances in. Oh, you can see them in China though. If you go yeah, to really? certain restaurants, you, oh yeah, yeah, there were like North Korean uh, performance troops. Yeah, they're they wow. have like ten accordions. <laughs> like, accordion what's this accordion? <laughs> no, literally, it's it's like that's. I'm not even joking. It's like ten ladies with accordions singing, and it's all choreographed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And are they all hungry? <laughs> they're starving. Nah, they're well fed. They're well fed. Yeah, they're. I think I because they're, they're the performance ones. Yeah. They're actually yeah, pretty. They're not gonna send out the hungry ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought they're just like dancing around people's tables and then just like. <laughs> yeah, it's like a piece. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> There's a North Korean restaurant in Thailand that you can go to and oh. they yeah, they serve North Korean food They have the performances and it's all North Korean workers. What? Yeah, so you can get the North Korean experience It's like a it's dinner and a show the whole yeah. experience. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, 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 not <laughs> Well, this video seems to be ending, isn't it? <laughs> seems to be ending